All right, welcome to the sports matchup number 74. August 24th, 2022 is the date of the episode. And I suppose we'll start in the NBA, where as outrageous as it may sound, LeBron James agrees to two-year $97.1 million deal with the Lakers, which means pretty much I'm sure there's some sort of option there. I don't know how many years he has in his current deal, but I think this is a good indicator that he's probably going to be a Laker for the rest of his career. That or unless how long, how much longer does Bronny have till he can join the league? I'm trying to think of his. Is he a junior now or is he a senior? I'm thinking two or three years, but I don't know where he's at now. Because I wondered if this deal was long enough until whenever Bronny got drafted, LeBron would go where he got drafted. That is something that he said he's wanted to do. I don't know how long until that happens. And there's also the possibility that he doesn't make it to the NBA. I mean, he's not that highly touted uh, in comparison to what people may have thought he'd be. I'm sure he'll get a shot. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, somehow, Udonis Haslam is still playing, returning for his 20th season. And I say playing as in he's on the team. Yeah, I I was going to look it up on how many minutes he played last year because I don't even know if it got in the double digits. Yeah, I think he's almost just a coach at this point, like an assistant coach with a uniform. Like when uh, Juwan Howard played for the Heat when yeah. LeBron and them were down there. Pretty much, yeah. So it's a bit weird, but he's still there, so good for him. Uh, he also had the... Oklahoma City Thunder number two overall pick, Chet Holmgren, getting his foot tested after injury at a Pro-Am summer event of some sort. And I think it's torn ligaments. So, And it's in, his, it's in his right foot. Yeah. So, I mean, torn ligaments. And he's probably going to be out for a little bit. And this begs the question of – should NBA teams be concerned with letting all these players play in these summer events? Because LeBron was there, multiple other players were there. So yeah, it was a big deal. That LeBron was there because he hadn't been at that Portland or Oregon. And what is it in Oregon or Washington? I'm not sure, but he hadn't been at that. Um, Pro-Am since like his rookie year or and within like his first three years of the league. And there's a lot of things about him possibly being injury prone with his build and the way that his body is. And it happens before he even plays a real NBA game. So yeah, I know it's a big deal that Jason Tatum and LeBron were there. Yeah. So or then maybe they maybe they were the two biggest names from the league currently that were playing. Yeah, there's a lot of players playing in these events the entire summer. So I don't know if NBA teams are concerned with this. I don't know. We'll see if they address it. I think this will be something that people think about now. Yeah, and then you had the uh the Nets and KD agree to in quotes move forward together. Yeah, it's pretty pretty big waste of time this summer in the NBA. Always that one story where it's like, oh, this star might get traded, and then he doesn't get traded. We waste an entire summer talking about it. I mean, I guess you got to test the market if you're him, and he tested the market pretty well. Yeah. Now, one thing that 
probably led to him not being traded here is the fact they didn't have a no trade clause. Which you I did pretty see, much lose your power. I did see there was a thing on Pat McAfee when they were talking about Jimmy G, and they had a former former baseball uh, like GM on on how they do that where they'll throw out a name to see. Uh, say they want to trade him or something, and they want to see what feedback they get to see what they could possibly get for that person and how much he's worth or something. Yeah. Well, which, which they think maybe that's what's going on with Jimmy G. Yeah. In this case, with Durant, I think if Kyrie opts out and goes elsewhere, I think the Nets probably try to trade him. Um, harder, try harder to trade him, I should say. But I'm not surprised this is the case because they have Kay, uh, Kyrie and Ben Simmons in place. You just got to wait it out with Durant, and I'm, I think that's what they were doing, and they were able to all meet together and come to an agreement, and he's got a four-year deal anyway. So I think yeah. the likely option the entire time, given all the facts, was that he was going to eventually return. And like we discussed, like they already have all the role players around them to – together except they're just really missing a true five man which i don't really think you need in the nba anymore Um, no but they really don't have like even an nba five man current style that's true um and the other the the final point that i have on this is he doesn't seem like the type of player that's going to sit out so eventually he was going to come back yeah, he was not going to do a holdout. No. Uh, and then lastly, in the NBA, there were some schedule notes. Uh, we No NBA games on. We did talk about Election Day on November 8th. Uh, no Thanksgiving Day games this year. Don't want to compete with the NFL. Uh, no Christmas Eve games. Don't want to uh, compete with the Hawaii Bowl. And April 3rd, no games, which is the NCAA title game, the national championship. Uh, and then January 24th through the 28th is rivalry rivalry week. 11 national TV games uh, featuring playoff rematches and inner city matchups. So what? New York will play Brooklyn. I suppose. I mean, this is one of those things that probably would have been. What other ones are the same city? I guess the Clippers and the Lakers, but who else? Well, there's, I mean, I don't know if they factor in teams in the same state. You know, Orlando and, uh, is there another? No. No. Uh, But there's there's, there's three in Dallas. There's San Antonio, Dallas, and Houston. Well, Houston sucks, so I don't know how – I mean, what about, like, old rivalries? Like, do they – is there anything about that? It just says rival, rival, rivalry week. Why can't I say that? Will you say that? It's like <laughs> Rivalry week? Yeah. It just says 11 national TV games featuring playoff rematches. What about Lakers-Celtics? I feel like you can't have that week without having them play each other. You would think, but unless that's one of the inner city matchups, them and the Clippers. But yeah, I but I guess that. if it's over, if it's over a week, I guess there could be a the, uh, that game too. 
Former playoff matchups, how about like Sun Spurs? They used to go at it in mid 2000s. And I such. mean, they might want a little more competitive game. That's true. That would probably be a blowout. Like, who was who was the Suns' best playoff matchup this year? Memphis. That or did they play Memphis? No, they played uh, New Orleans. Or what about like a finals rematch from a few years ago? If there's like you know, Warriors and uh, well, Warriors and Cavs is what I was gonna say, but. Cavs don't really have the same group anymore. So I don't know. They're trying yeah. to make the, uh, the the schedule more quote-unquote cool. I think the rivalry week idea would have been a lot cooler like 30 years ago. And then the other ones were uh, the All-Star break is February 17th through the 19th, and it's in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, April 9th is the final day of the season. All 30 teams will be playing. And then uh, teams will average 13.3 back-to-backs down from 13.5 last season. So A huge drop. Yeah. So you, what, you get one less back-to-back? I guess so. There you go. Uh, on to the NFL. Joe Burrow, Bengals quarterback, discomfort uh, was his appendix ruptured, which prompted surgery. When did they have this surgery? Uh, it was a couple weeks ago. He was back at uh, working out with the the team the other day. Yeah, I remember this story, but uh, it appears he'll be good to go. So Yeah, because at first they didn't know what it was and how long he'd be out, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be ready for week one. All right, that is good news for the Bengals. And then you had – Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson suspended for 11 games up from six. And, of course, in the most NFL fashion possible, he will be returning against the Texans. Hey, he didn't get suspended. Banned. Sorry. Banned for 11 games. Banned. So so I wonder if when they say banned, that means like he can't even – I wonder if that means he can't be at the facility and like – Probably correct. Attending yeah. practices and meetings for those 11 weeks. That is probably correct, yes. So, so, I mean, that first game, I guess he gets basically a practice game against Houston. Yeah, and the ratings for that one will be interesting because that's what the NFL is doing here. It's a ratings play. Hey, he comes back and he's facing the team that traded him. Oh, man, so so cool. That's what the NFL does. So there you go. Nobody should be surprised by that. Uh, Bucks guard Aaron Stinney carted off during Saturday's preseason game versus the Titans, which offensive line injuries continue in Tampa. Yeah, now you're you, and they haven't said yet on like what ha- what happened, how bad it is or not. But if I mean if it's bad, you just lost your starting guard and your center. Yeah, and and your and your backup guard slash center retired in the offseason after seven only seven years. And then, well, they're strong on the outside, so that should help, but. Yeah, definitely some interior issues there. I mean, I um, guess it's not it was it's not terrible that it happened week two of preseason before a lot of the cuts, so you still have time to work on who's gonna step in there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Bears linebacker Roquan Smith ends his holdout. He'll play 
the rest of his rookie deal. So uh, I think this is kind of a wait and see. If he has a good season, then they'll pay him after this one. So that's my guess. Yeah, he uh, he's uh, set. He gets. Or he's said to be paid nine point seven million on his on his fifth year option, and that negotiations are over right now. He did say, "I thought it was very distasteful, to say the least." Huh. Interesting. We'll see what happens there. I think uh, I think a lot of people know how good of a player he is, and we'll see if the Bears pony up the cash if he has another Pro Bowl, All-Pro-like season in 2022. Uh, Ravens running back Gus Edwards to miss at least four weeks added to the reserve slash PUP list. So what's that running back room looking like? This is stemming. He tore his ACL in like the last week of training camp last year, like September 4th. So he missed all of last year, and he's still recovering. Can't be good. Better unless, like, you know, there was a setback somewhat time during the year over the summer where he just needs more uh, time to get his legs under him, so they put him on this list. Yeah, could be. Uh, So now they have J.K. Dobbins as their number one, which he's coming off of that injury from last year. I think he'll be good, and they have Mike Davis as number two. Which, Mike Davis, that was the the guy for Carolina last year, right? Yep. So, I mean, they got Dobbins, who had a good – or was having a good rookie year, and then Mike Davis, who you know can handle his own. Still so not terrible. And they not terrible, but they just don't have – a receiving group. Yeah. So we'll see what they do with that offense there. I think uh, that's going to be one of the bigger offenses under the microscope this season, just because how much has been said about Lamar and uh, what he is and whether he's going to get paid or not. So be interesting to see how the Ravens offense is. And then uh, the chargers make Derwin James, the highest paid safety ever, which I keep thinking every time we see these contracts, we keep saying, saying this because yep what was it a month ago so who else they had was named the highest paid safety oh man um minka was Fitzpatrick. It, yeah yeah so minka thought he had he had it for about a month and then yep boop. uh but he got a four-year 76.4 million dollar extension which is uh million per year. Well, when Derwin James is healthy, he's definitely one of the best in the game. So lock him up while you can if you're the Chargers. Yeah, so, I mean, he's making over a million a game. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, The Panthers quarterback that they drafted, Matt Corral, torn ligament in his foot, will miss the entire year most likely. Yeah, he was pretty much like their number three or four, so not too big of an impact here, but you would have liked to see what they get from him in the preseason because it's not like they're one and two, which is Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold are really like, you know, locked in one and two. Well, no, I think they did come out and, yeah, they said that Baker is going to be the starter. Yeah, but I just don't think that either of those guys is like – The future. Yeah, completely secured. 
And uh, Matt Rule did come out and say he, he called the injury a significant Liz Frank ligament tear. So, I mean, if I would say if it's significant, he's definitely missing the entire year. Yeah, and he also got hurt in that bowl game last year, I remember. So, so I mean, he should definitely take this year to learn how things are done in, like, the quarterback meeting rooms and all yeah. that and figure out the uh, off-field aspect of the game way better than he would have if he was just the third-string quarterback. Yep, that's true. Uh, and then Tom Brady returned to training camp. So everyone can shut up about their stupid conspiracy theories now and such. That's good. There, I, I did see one. I mean, for those of you – we're watching and see that I'm in a bit different backdrop. I'm on vacation, and I just saw the other day that there was speculations that he uh, was filming the, to be on The Masked Singer. And there were speculations of family troubles between him and the missus from him coming back. I don't know. But I mean, the thing too with uh, the mass singer was it was with Fox, so people were talking about you know him going into the booth. So maybe if he did make a deal with Fox, since he didn't go into the booth, they wanted some, him to be somewhat on Fox. Seems dumb. I don't think it's true, but either way, he's back. Yeah, who knows if there was a contract with Fox? They're like, well, to honor your contract for this year, we want you to be on the mass singer. Maybe. I, I don't know. And then you had uh, the Colts punter, Rigoberto Sanchez, one of the best names in the league, uh, tore his ACL during wind sprints, probably out for the season. Call Pat. I mean, that is a big, that is a big loss to the team, and I'm pretty sure there was a call from uh, – What's their Jim Mersey or their uh, GM? Uh, Chris Ballard. I'm sure there was a phone call or text sent from one of them to Pat to see how his leg was feeling. Because I mean, he's still under contract with them. Obviously, it's probably not going to happen, but it's fun. To no, say. I mean, you talk of, I mean, he talks about it when he even punts, punts or tries using it, how much his knees swell up. But he'd also have to hurry up and get off his quote-unquote meds. Yes, vitamins, yes. You know, he has vitamins. He'd have to get off his vitamins pretty quick-like. Yeah, that would be a close call. Um, other than that, uh, fantasy football-wise, I still think we're probably a, two episodes out. Uh, or at least an episode out maybe next week. Yeah. There'll be more uh info on on that. Yeah, so uh we'll just I, move oh, on to the golf. I, I did have one more football thing. It was uh line former Seattle Seahawks linebacker Shaquem Griffin uh retires from the NFL and he says he's on to plan A uh which is uh He's looking forward to helping others as part of the NFL legends community. I mean, he's the brother of star cornerback from the Seahawks. 
Shaquille. Yeah. And uh, Shaquem is the one who had the his left hand amputated at the age of four due to a uh, amniotic band syndrome. Best of luck to him in his uh, post football career. Yeah, former fifth round draft pick. But I mean, he just—I don't know—he didn't get much playing time in Seattle. But it sounds like he's all right with retiring and. Doing what plan A was. Yep. Uh, let's go over to golf. Uh, last weekend you had the BMW Championship winner Patrick Cantlay won back-to-back BMW Championships, which I mean, last year he won this, and then he turned around and he won the Tour Championship. Uh, he won $2.7 million, shot 14 under. Uh this weekend is the Tour Championship, defending champion, like I said, Patrick Canley at Eastlake Golf Club in Atlanta, Georgia. We'll see. Kind of came out of nowhere to win last week. Uh, he was just hanging around for a while. I don't know if came out of nowhere is the right term, but he was hanging around at the top and well, he, gets it he done shot, late. Yeah, he shot uh, three under, three under, and then he shot six under day three, and then uh, only two under on day four. Yeah, so, so, I mean, that I, six under, that six under kind of gave him a little bit of a cushion. He'll start in second place, starting strokes behind Scheffler at, at Eastlake next week. So, we'll see if he can do something they didn't do last year because he started first last year. So, we'll see if he can come back from starting second, which I think is only two strokes or so. So, um, we'll make picks on that later on. Uh, real quick, I don't really have much to say about this other than that Tiger Woods and Roy McIlroy announced the launch of a new golf league, the TGL. In partnership with the PGA Tour, the TGL will have six teams of three, 15 Monday night matches, first of its kind tech-infused venues, and it tees off January 2024. So seems kind of cool, kind of weird. I don't know. I don't really have much of an opinion on this until it actually happens. Well, and then I also uh... – Saw that the PGA Tour, uh, they're committing to compete in at least 20 events during next season, including 12 elevated tournaments that will average purses of 20 million. Uh, this came after uh, the players' commitment comes on the heels of a players only meeting that Tiger and Rory hosted last week at the BMW championship. Yeah. So they're so, trying I mean, to PG, combat PGA's, yeah, PGA's adding money. We'll see where this goes. But uh, so you have the 30 players this week, and this is in order of their tee times, is uh, Wise, uh, Tagala, Scott, uh, JT Poston, KH Lee, Connors, Harmon, Tom Hogue, Billy Horschel, Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, Justin Neiman, Jordan Spieth, Max Homa, Hideki Matsuyama, which I don't know how he finished in the top 30. Uh, Cameron Young, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Justin Thomas, Stallings, John Rahm, uh, SJM, Straka, Tony Finau, Rory, Cameron Smith, 
Xander Schauffele, Sam Burns, Scotty Scheffler, Patrick Cantlay. Yep. We'll see. And then um, who is it? What is the strokes? Uh, I think the leader, just whoever's in first in the FedEx Cup standings, which is Scotty Scheffler, starts out 12 under, I think. And then you got somebody at 11, somebody at nine, somebody at eight, something like that. I don't, I don't have the list in front of me. But it, And then when it gets down – after one, everyone's just even, right? There's nobody that starts over. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I wouldn't think that if you made it a top 30, that the guy who no. starts 30th is going to start out at plus 18. No. or no, I think he's even, yeah. But so they got so he's getting twelve strokes. I thought that I thought you the max you got was at only at three. Well, you don't have like a big lead. You just get, you know, you start out at a certain spot, and then the guy behind you is like one stroke behind you. I just knew when uh, I played PGA two K, like I was the points leader, and I only got was like three under. No. Oh. Yeah, it was like three, two, one, and then everyone was even. Yeah, I think there's more strokes in the uh, actual tournament, but I could be wrong unless they change. It. I don't know. But uh, all right, college basketball. Big Ten finalizes the deal. Well, this is college basketball and football for this one. Seven billion dollar TV deal with Fox, CBS, and NBC. We mentioned a couple weeks ago how they were breaking away from ESPN, and this is further proof of that. Pretty big deal. Yeah. And what was it they wanted from ESPN? They were want it was they were wanting thirteen billion. It was a lot of money for not as much content. Not as many, yeah, not as many games. Yeah, so they weren't going to get that. And then the other three uh, networks capitalized on that. Yeah, and somehow saved six billion from what that they wanted from ESPN. Yeah, kind of weird. Uh, U- USC and UCLA exit could cost Pac-12 $13 million, which isn't surprising. They're a sinking conference at this point. It's pretty much over. Yeah, I mean, those are the two biggest names. And then you the have Oregon, Oregon and Utah and Washington, all these other teams trying to break away as well. So it's it's a done deal for the Pac-12. They're, they're cooked. Which I don't know how Utah was never in uh, uh, the Mountain West. Like you, I mean, they just seem like they would fit in that conference way better than the Pac-12. <clears throat> Maybe. Uh, and then uh, ex-Gator Keontae Johnson does get cleared to play. He's off to play at Kansas State. Good pickup if he's healthy. I mean, we just don't know if he's healthy because he had the whole uh, heart incident and – you never really know with those, so we'll see if it works. Yeah, I mean, had the collapse on the floor, which we discussed a couple weeks ago, or I don't know, a month and a half ago, that uh, he was leaving Florida and didn't know what was going to happen there. Yeah, and now he goes to Kansas State, where should be plenty of opportunity there, I would think. Um, not that there wouldn't be at Florida, because there would be, but this is, you know, a good spot for him. Yeah. MLB. Uh, 
Albert Pools passes Stan Musial for second all time in total bases. Uh, now he's like 710 or something behind Hank Aaron. Yes, he's not going to catch that, but uh, it's been a good run for him. His numbers are looking better than they've looked in a long time in his career. So, because what was it? Was it Saturday when he had the two home runs? Yeah. One, so that was night he passed him, and he was seven thirteen that day. So, yeah, he's just barely over seven hundred now. Pretty good. And then home run wise, he's at six ninety three. He's like three behind a rod. And then uh, the only people over seven hundred is Barry Bonds is at the top. And then I forgot who is in second. Hank Aaron. Yeah, and then third is uh, Babe Ruth at 714, which I feel like if Albert gets just under 700, I could see him coming back from where you're just to get over 700 and possibly passing Babe Ruth. Yeah, I doubt that. I don't think he's going to come back. I think with everything he said he's done after this year, no matter what, he doesn't care about 700. I know. I I would just like to see it, and then if just to you know put his name above Babe Ruth's home run would be sweet. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you also had the Rangers fire president of baseball ops, John Daniels. So they spent like a half billion dollars this last winter, and uh, they've been terrible, which isn't surprising. So they make this move, and they also fired their manager a couple weeks ago. So yeah, this was like a total. I mean, they've been on an overhaul, and this was just the last thing they've done so far. And now they got to build around Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager, who they gave a ton of money to. So we'll see if they can do that. Um, the MLB also released their 2023, quote, balanced schedule. Uh, for the first time, all 30 teams will play each other at least once. Teams will only play 52 divisional games down from 76. And all teams will play on July 4th. So interesting balance here. I think I like it. I'd like to see how the season plays next year, though, with this. I wonder, you know, we're going to see – I doubt we'll ever see a team come close to what the Mariners did uh, and what the Cubs did, winning like 116 games or whatever that was. So I don't think we'll see that. So basically you'll have what, like, is that one or two less divisional games? Or series against your division? Um, 24, 24. Yeah, 24 yeah. less, so you, you'll have two less divisional series. Yeah, which that's going to make it to where, you know, you can't stack up wins against the bad teams in your division. Yeah, which, I mean, is what the Cardinals and Brewers have been doing for the last two and or three the, years what the Dodgers do with the D-backs and Rockies as well. And what like, you know, the, what the Orioles were a few years ago, what teams in that division would do to them or, you know, the list goes on with those. So. Yeah. Uh, players of the week. Yeah. I didn't want to go with the Cardinal just because you could have gone Goldschmidt. You could have gone pools and you went with the Cardinals. So I went with that. But we both, we both went pitchers. Yeah, I went with the opposite of a Cardinal, which is Johnny Cueto. 
16 and two-thirds, 11 hits, one earned, five strikeouts, two walks. He's been uh, turning back the clock. Not a lot of people talking about this, probably because the White Sox aren't that good, but Cueto's having a big season. Yeah, I mean, there was that big game last week uh, they thought was going to be a pitching duel between Verlander and uh, Cease. Yeah, and that didn't turn out to be what they thought. Nope. Uh, but, yeah, I went with Cardinals pitcher Jordan Montgomery over the last week, 14 and two-thirds, seven hits, one run, which was an earned run, 15 strikeouts, and no walks. But um, Monday he threw a complete game, one hitter, zero walks, seven strikeouts, uh, through 99 pitches, 65 of which were strikes. And uh, I think his it was the second or the third inning was when he gave up the double. And uh, then he retired 18 straight batters. Yeah. yeah he's done. And it was, it was as long as, I mean, I think they said in the eighth, when he started, that was his longest outing he had ever pitched in his career. So, I mean, for everyone that doubted him when we traded, when the Cardinals traded for him, saying he was a washed-up pitcher, and he's had great starts since the come over, and he said that he loved having his beard, and he wanted to, he was glad he could grow back, and it's back, and he throws a complete game one-hitter. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be kind of hard for the Cardinals to lose that trade at this point. All the – with everything they've gotten out of Montgomery already, he's uh, got one earned run in like 25 and two-thirds, I think, with the Cardinals. So, yeah, he's been great. And the Yankees haven't gotten anything out of Bader yet because he's hurt still. So we'll see what happens with that. But trade's looking pretty good right now. So you'll take it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could not not pick him after Monday's performance. Yeah. Yeah, it's too good not to, no doubt. Um on the hockey side of things, the World Juniors come to a close. Canada wins the gold. Uh, they beat Finland, who's the silver, and then Sweden beat Russia to be the bronze medalist. So, I mean, not not really surprising with how good Canada's team was this time around. Just would have been nice to see the U.S. medal, but they were like, oh, we're just going to lose to Czechia instead of medal. What was, there, what was the score between them and Canada? Who? U.S. I don't think they played. Oh, their match, they had to each they win to play each yeah. other. And then the U.S. lost. Yeah. So, what can you do? Uh, you also had Trevor Zegras and Sarah Nurse will be the cover athletes for NHL 23. So, Zegras really becoming one of the more marketable players in the league despite playing for the Anaheim Ducks. And the obvious choice was to make him the cover athlete here. So, it's not surprising that they did that. And they're finally going away from Austin Matthews, who they had two of the three years. So, it went Matthews in 20, Ovechkin in 21, Matthews in 22, as Zegers in 23. So three of the last four cover athletes have been American-born players. All right. Um, elsewhere, it looks like you had something here for college football, which if you want me to say that, I can or you can. Uh, no, this is, uh, Hooters signed 51 offensive linemen to NIL deals. I mean, that's a good, good business right there for both sides. I, it just – it's funny they didn't, you know, get any uh, position, you know, 
or not position players, any uh, athletic athletes, you know, safety, corner, hey, receiver. Offensive linemen are athletes. Yeah, I'm just saying they don't like if you they saw. They didn't get any skill position players. Yeah, they didn't get anybody that you look at without knowing who they are and be like, that's an athlete, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think so. they, in, a lot of them were like from big name schools. Like I saw that it was like LSU, Texas. Like I think it was mostly uh, SEC teams. Not surprising at all. Um, but I all mean, right. I think Hooter started it in the, that area. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, all right, let's shift over to the picks. Uh, last week for me, I went three and three, two and three in Major League Baseball, one for seven in golf. I hit on uh, Kurt Kitayama top forty. Uh, I was five and one. I went four and one in uh, baseball and. I hit on Patrick Cantlay to win. I uh-huh. did have my top 40. I had Tom Hogue, and he tied 48th, but that did get him in top 30. It's true. Which is so weird. I mean, does did I actually hit on him? I mean. No, he, because he would have had to finish top 40 in the actual tournament. Yeah, but he finished. He finished top 30 in points for the season, yeah. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Pretty much because he won at Pebble Beach is what So I guess last last week when we were talking about they should have done a top thirty. It wasn't just top thirty from the tournament, it was top thirty from points. Yeah, for the season. So yep. So, uh, let's, I don't know what my uh, total is at the moment. I don't I didn't write mine down either, but we'll get back to that next week, I'm sure. And I I listened to the last two weeks shows and I didn't say it. My totals in either show. So, well, uh, let's start with baseball first for this week's pick. So, who you got in baseball? Uh, I got the Mariners plus 100 over the Guardians, the Orioles minus 105 over the White Sox, uh, the Blue Jays minus 155 over the Red Sox, Astros minus 175 over the Twins, and uh, the Yankees minus 215 over the A's because the the only other game you could pick was uh, – I don't even remember which one it was, but it was like minus 305. It was like a gimme game, and I didn't want to pick it. I'm going to go uh, Angels plus 155 at the Rays, Guardians minus 120 at the Mariners, Blue Jays minus 155 at the Red Sox, Athletics plus 195 against the Yankees because why not? And I'm going to take the Rockies plus 300 against the Mets. I'm going to say – DeGrom gives up like one run and they lose one nothing. So that that was the game that was the minus was DeGrom versus uh, who are they playing? The Mets. Rockies. Rockies. Yeah, that was the game I didn't want to take the minus. As great as DeGrom is, we've seen him be brilliant and them lose. So I'm banking on that. Yeah. Uh, all right, tour championship. Who do you got? Uh, to win, I have Patrick Cantlay. At plus three hundred, but like we and this is this is their odds with their starting strokes. Uh, and then John Rom plus twelve hundred, Cameron Smith plus twenty five hundred. Uh, top five, Tony Finau at plus two twenty five, and uh, top ten, Colin Morikawa at plus two ten. All right, um, I'm going to take. To win, 
Patrick Cantley plus 300. I wanted to go Scheffler, but I don't know. Whatever, we'll see. Uh, Rory plus 900 and Justin Thomas plus 2200. And then I have uh, top five, Rom plus 190. Top 10, of course, Max Homa plus 175. Did your guy not make it in? Davis Riley? Yeah, no way. No. He's an up-and-comer, just not 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 totally there yet. He'll get there. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. So, wrapping up the golf season there, then we'll have more football, I'm sure, to talk about next week. Yeah. That'll do it for us. We'll see you next week for the three-quarter mark, I suppose, with number 75, the sports mashup, and the last one of August next week. We'll see you then. Deuces. <laughs>